Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Let's Talk About Hunger podcast. This is episode three, and this is Angelina speaking. And today I'm joined with Lindsay. Lindsay, how are you doing today? Hello. I'm so good. It's the weekend, and it's a great day. Yes, it is a beautiful Saturday in Tallahassee. And um, Lindsay and I are actually here today just to talk about some testimonials that we have of people using local food banks. Um, We found these testimonials on Feeding America, and we thought it was super important that we wanted to share them. Um, We both think that there is some sort of stigma of people feeling the shame of going to a food bank. And Honestly, it's so crazy because when we read these testimonials, you you really realize and you really see that like the first step in just like getting on that brink of success after you attend that food pantry is just admitting that you need help because yeah. these food pantries aren't just there to, you know, supply you with the food and never look at you again. Like we see this theme of like care and just like wanting to help you more abundantly than just getting food on your table. And I think that that's something really important and just wanting to emphasize again, like there is no shame in having to, you know, go to go go to a food pantry and admit that you might need that help. Like the like taking that step and walking through those doors or like getting that food donated to you is quite literally something that like is going to help you probably grow more than more as like a person too. Yeah. Um, you know, you're helping your family and then you're also getting to grow in these different capacities because of how much care is behind these food pantries. So Lindsay, if you want to go ahead and share your testimonial that you found, go for it. Yeah, that is so true that I see that all throughout this testimony specifically. And um, I think just encouraging everyone that it's not weakness that like admits Um, you need help. It's actually strength. Like that takes a lot of strength to um, be humble and to ask for help. That includes all aspects, not just food insecurity, but um, we're so proud of these people specifically who have shared their stories um, because they're so powerful. So this man wrote, I did not want to visit a food pantry. I had promised myself I would never be in a position where I couldn't provide for my family. I'm not one to ask for a handout. But there I was without work and without food. My wife took it upon herself to go to the pantry because we had kids to feed. She began to insist that I went with her. So I did, and my life changed. I was so scared walking through that door for the first time. I thought I'd be judged. But really, I was just judging myself because everyone was so kind. They took my hand, hugged me, and helped me see that this didn't mean I was a failure. It just meant that I needed help to get back on my feet. I began to volunteer at that pantry, and then they saw something in me and soon hired me. I was later promoted to a director, and now I'm in charge of a program that works with families to break the cycle of poverty. I can provide for my family again, and not only that, but I'm truly fulfilled. I know I'm making a big difference in people's lives. The food pantry gave me a hand up, not a hand out. My success is a product of their support, and I'm truly grateful for everything they've done, and I'm passionate about paying it forward. There are so many others out there waiting to achieve similar success. They just need a little extra help to get there. Yeah, that's just amazing. I love the, they didn't give me a hand out, they gave me a hand up, because yeah, 
really true in his case. Um, I think that he's so right too. the fact that they provide something to break the cycle of poverty, just because mm -hmm. that, that's, that's our issue. It's like, you know, right when we feel like we're getting somewhere, it, it's kind of hard to, you know, put systems in place that are going to make every mm -hmm. person that's going through poverty successful. Because, yeah. you know, we only have that limited amount of funds or all of these things. So, Lindsay, I mean, I know that you have your thoughts on that, too. So, yeah, I think, elaborate? Yeah, I think from that story, um, just the depth of getting help, it, yeah, is so much more than, um, than we expect. Um, I think it's so beautiful, the organizations we have in store, but I don't think you can fully get the depth of it until you take the step. Like they can't do your job and you can't do their job. Um, you have to be the one to take a step to walk in the door. And even like he took steps in um, getting more involved. And that's just so, so powerful. And when we all just come together, when we all just lay down and be humble and come together, we can support each other. And it's just such a beautiful picture of that um but yeah and him saying that doesn't mean I'm a failure that's just not society has created that and that's just not true and normally we're all on the same level because we're all human um it's not a failure but and I see this especially in men which is kind of funny but because it's as a dad who's like I couldn't provide for my family so I didn't want to ask for a handout um I want to have the strength it's okay if we don't have the strength to do it um because it takes yeah strength to admit that you need help and we're all here to help so yeah I totally agree with that statement too like I feel like some of your most powerful moments are when you look the weakest or when society thinks you look the weakest yeah like he was literally going through it and he took that step and he went you know and like in his moment that he felt like he looked the weakest, he was actually the strongest. Yeah. In terms of like stepping, stepping in, walking into that door, they didn't look at him as someone who needed help. Like they looked at him with someone with potential and just someone who unfortunately, you know, had to, um, excuse me, like lost the job or, you know, whatever that may be that had nothing to do about, him and his potential as right. a person and who he is as a person mm -hmm. so yeah um okay so I kind of wanted to read this testimonial from Sally these are from Feeding America and she's actually from Madison Heights Virginia so she has a quote and it says I'll take a lifetime to give back all that was given to me so she said um at the start of another busy day at the Monacan Indian Nation Food Bank in Central Virginia, which works with the Blue Ridge Area Food Bank as well. So Sally and her staff of four were preparing for contactless distribution serving Native American families in their community. Prior to the COVID-19 pandemic, they served up to 35 families each month. Today, their outreach is 10 times that. When Sally joined the food bank back in 2018, she wanted to help her tribe. One in five Native Americans is food insecure. And the Monacans, she said, have been discriminated against in rural Amherst County. But she also wanted to use the food bank to build community and understanding for everyone. 
After all, Sally knew what it was like to be hungry. About a decade earlier, her husband passed away and she became the sole provider for her young son. The money she made working in childcare wasn't enough to cover all of their bills. She says that there's a stereotype that people go to food banks and are lazy, but the majority of people that we serve are working people. As co-director, Sally has found ways to reach her community where they're at. She and the staff deliver groceries if someone is sick or doesn't have a car, and they call clients every week to check in and confirm appointments. They hold dinner for elders and hope to start a hot meals delivery program for low-income neighborhoods. Sally and her staff want to provide better quality foods to their community. Fruits, vegetables, and meats are the most common request, she said. Recently, they planted a garden and plan to distribute fruits and vegetables, including some traditional Monacan foods like Toledo strawberry corn and amaranth. I might have butchered that last word, but um, and then we have another quote that says, every time I hang a ba- hand a bag of food to someone, it's giving back and just a tiny bit of what was given to me. For mm-hmm. me, there is no more perfect job. And I just love everything about this story. I love mm-hmm. how we can also see Sally working in a position that she decided to step into once she herself was food insecure. And yeah. I think that that like really emphasizes the fact that like no one really knows what it is unless you walk through it. Mm. And um, just her, her saying, you know, like that stereotype of like, if you need food provided for you, like you're not working, you're lazy and all this other stuff, you know, there are so like, we've mentioned it before. Like there are people in our classrooms that are most likely food insecure that we don't even know about. Like, yeah, there could be like a student athlete for what we know that like back at home is food insecure. You know, there's just so many things that like, it's so hard just as like individuals who have our own lives to just go throughout life and just put our, almost imagine putting ourselves in shoes that like aren't ours. And -hmm. especially someone walking through this like hard scenario of food insecurity and trying to like grasp the whole thing about it. Um, cause so she's saying like, she just has such an understanding for it and such a care yeah. for it because she's been there. And that's like one of our jobs for our campaign. You know, one of our main goals is to raise awareness, you know, like we want yeah. people to know like real life stories. We want people to be able to actually connect and get them as close to a place of like being in their shoes, but not exactly being in their shoes mm-hmm. so that they understand yeah. what, what it's like for these people. Um, but yeah, I just, it's so, this is just so great. And, you know, her just saying like, she emphasizes just that way to break a cycle too. Like if they don't have cars, she'll deliver them. If they're sick, she'll Mm -hmm. go to them, you know, making those phone calls and, and just finding ways to make these things happen for these people just shows really genuine, genuine care. And there are people like that, like the second harvest here in Tallahassee has people like that. Um, So yeah but this is the main reason of like why you know we want people to share their experience with food insecurity I mean Lindsay actually recorded a beautiful video um, (laughs) and we got that posted and you know we would really love if this per- the person listening to this, a family member or a loved one or someone that you know in the past has struggled with food insecurity, yeah. we encourage you to like share your story. 
you know, whether that be a video, whether it be an Instagram story, whatever it is, a tweet, like anything, like let us know and tell us your story because that's going to help the person that you were, that you were a couple years ago, the person that you were now, it's going to help them just like really put themselves in the shoes of someone who's insecure and be willing to donate and do all of those things and get involved. So, yeah. Yes. We would love to just see that cycle broken continually of just talking about it because it's obviously not a secret. It's happening. We see the numbers, but we don't see the stories. We don't see the people. And um, and I totally understand why. But as even like as creators, like we are constantly looking for stories to tell um, and want to tell them well and don't want to put anyone in a negative light. And so if there's any story that, you like get nervous about sharing um but know that it would make a difference you're right it for sure will make a difference so to take this step of courage to share any story um any detail like anonymously it's still so so powerful and yeah we don't um see it and we don't hear it I think that stresses the importance of volunteering getting inside the buildings and getting around the culture um that's the way that we're gonna know how to meet the needs so we can see the needs and see the real people like these are real people we're talking about and yeah I'm excited about it yeah I feel like since there's not a lot of you know face to um the issue like there's not a lot of like seeing actual people represent the issue that's where the emotional connection is a little lost and I think that that's why it's so easy for society to kind of push it off because they're like yeah like the only people we see go through that are homeless people if we see them on the street so yeah that's why it's so important but that is all we have for you guys this week um we just wanted to close it out by encouraging you to you know follow all of our social media platforms you could follow us on Twitter at Checkout Hunger, on Instagram at Checkout Hunger, and on Facebook at Checkout Hunger. We hope you enjoy your day. See ya.